Thank you, Bella. Appreciate the enthusiasm. Welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast, week two of 2022. And we're going to jump right in. First, I do want to take one of those rare moments <laughs> to pat myself on the back. I just want to share something that uh, someone posted in the Facebook group. Uh, I think last week, Jim, he said, my U15 son has improved massively this year using impact soccer performance, dominate game day, and the 30-day ball mastery. He can now run three to four miles several times a week, and he's gone from being one of the slowest on the team to one of the fastest. His foot skills, which were already decent, are now pretty darn good. Looking forward to the new program. I love, love, love hearing stuff like that for a couple of reasons. I, I love that my stuff works, right? That's important too. But I love to hear about kids that embrace that type of effort and that type of training because all of those things are things impact dominate 30 day ball master with. It's all stuff the player has to do on their own. It has nothing to do with their team. It's about how much they want to get better and their dedication and so forth. So thank you, Jim. I really do appreciate you posting that. It's so awesome to hear players that are taking control of their development and getting out there and and doing what they need to do on their own. And by the way, the new program he's talking about is out. You can go to impactsoccersystem.com and and check it out. And uh, also, I, I talked about it in the Facebook group. For a lot of you that are in the group, there's a post in there. I'll mention a little bit more about it at the end of the podcast, but I want to jump in. So I want to get into this whole idea of um, doing what you need to do and taking action. And I saw – I can't remember where I saw it, but basically the idea that, you know, logic and reason and these things can't change an emotion that you feel or an, a, an emotional state, but action can and how important that is. For example, there are days that you don't want to go to practice or, you know, train on your own, whatever. Parents know this feeling very well in terms of days they want it. They don't want to get out of bed and go to work, right? And the only thing that's going to change that emotion, that's going to change that feeling that you're having about it is action, is actually doing it. I've had those days over the years, I can tell you when I absolutely didn't want to train, whether it was, you know, just feeling tired or a long, stressful day at, at school or work or what have you. And here's the interesting thing about that. Look, when I didn't want to get in the gym and put a heavy barbell on my back and do squats, the most painful yet most productive of the exercises. And, you know, and I'd argue to myself with logic. Um, and that wasn't going to get it done. I just, you know, I wouldn't want to do it. And sometimes that's, and that's kind of the point. Sometimes, and this is where we get into ag action, you really do have to just do it. As the, the saying goes, you have to take action. And the amazing thing is, almost without fail over the years, the best training sessions that I've had are the ones I almost skipped, the ones where I didn't want to go and I put it off and put it off and I'd rationalize why I could do it the next day. And then finally, I would just do it. I'd just be like, okay, that's it. And then I would go ahead and do it anyway, expecting it to be a terrible uh, training session. And I would have fantastic training sessions. And just getting that training session started, taking that action when I was going to skip it, it completely changes my emotional state. And so the point being that action, it can precede the emotional state you're trying to achieve. The mental follows the physical. Okay? And 
we talk a lot about the other way around, how important this is for the physical to follow the mental and being confident and all that. But it goes the other way too many times and the mental will follow the physical. This is why we talk about things like body language and, you know, not slumping your shoulders and hun or hunched over, hands on hips, that sort of thing, staying up straight, being in an athletic stance, whatever it might be. And to that point, with action as successful athletes, they're the, only, they're the ones that consistently do what unsuccessful athletes won't. And that's what usually separates them. Okay, at the highest levels, the talent's there for all of them. And so what's going to separate them is doing what needs to be done versus not, not so much or not consistently. You have those athletes get by purely on talent. A lot of times, those are the ones who see, you see quick and rapid declines in their career because it catches up with them. They're, you know, maybe they're, they're not training properly or, or at all. They're not taking care of their bodies and getting the proper training and recovery and the body starts breaking down and they get injuries they can't recover from and their production just falls off a cliff instead of that slow decline you would expect. So anyway, my point being, everything you do or don't do reflects on who you are and achieving excellence does not happen by accident. You've heard me talk before about how much I believe even a good focus 10 minutes a day on the ball every day. Think of that 10 minutes, you can get up a few minutes early and, and grab your ball for a lot of the stuff that I'll, that I show you and do it right there in your bedroom. If you don't have clothes all over the floor, you can do it 10 minutes right before you go to bed. Okay. It can be done. 10 minutes is nothing. It can do wonders for your ball control, technical skill with the ball over time which is going to do wonders for your confidence in games because preparation builds confidence, action, preparation, confidence. So I want to share a brief non-soccer story that I think makes this point really well. One of my uh, favorite motivational speakers is a guy named Zig Ziglar. One of the books he wrote was called See You at the Top. <laughs> Incidentally, Zig Ziglar, like many motivational speakers, for whatever reason, was a salesman. By the way, he was also crazy fit. He would do this tread, this uh, standard treadmill test uh, every year. And yeah, I mean, when he was in his 50s, he was outperforming 20-year-olds. Like he'd be like number one in the state of Texas, which I believe is, is uh, where he lived. It, it was amazing. But anyway, one year for a huge company with over 3,000 salespeople, he was the top salesperson in the entire organization. Another year for another company that had over 7,000 salespeople, he was second for the year. And I point to that, what I think is really interesting, goes back to what I was just saying about 10 minutes on the ball every day. Here's the really interesting thing. There was not one week, and there are 52 in a year, right? There was not one week, there was not one month where Zig Ziglar finished in the top 20, not once. Yet for the entire year, he was number two, number two. So what does that mean? It means he put in the time consistently, persistently, and with focus. If you were a soccer player, what I'm saying is he didn't go out and knock the ball around for five hours one day and then not touch, touch the ball again for four or five or six weeks. He was out there every day get, getting his 10, 20, 30 minutes of focus quality work. Days became weeks, became months, and before you know it, you are way ahead of players that were better than you a year ago. Okay, that consistent drive to do what you need to do day in and day out. Right? What's what's that? Uh, what's that phrase? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Give your best effort every day, 
and just a side note for for those of you recovery is part of that time off is important as well so don't don't get me wrong but recovery is part of training it's not something separate from training you don't train hard for two weeks and take two months two months off right uh, so look here's what i want you to get out pen and paper take a few minutes to write down five things you must do every day to become the soccer player you want to be okay action um i may have a bias but i would say things like impact soccer performance impact soccer system, dominate game day, listen to the soccer specialist podcast and eat your fruits and veggies. How's that for five? You might have different ones and that's fine, but I just wanted to give you examples. Um, action, which is part of preparation, builds confidence. That makes sense. No more of this. I'm going to do it later or I'm going to do it at the end of the day or I'm going to do it tomorrow. Now is the best time to do it. Okay. Does that make sense? I think I'm going to leave it there. I was going to go into another thing that would make me make this twice as long, but I'm on a roll now. I've got two weeks in a row. So uh, I'm going to save this stuff for another podcast. Give me a chance of actually making my 50 for the year. Okay. Making my 50 for the year. That's what I want to do. But uh, one thing, remember, it's important to understand drastic change is not going to happen overnight. So if you really struggle to be consistent with your training, do one thing, bells, you know, foundations, the side to sides or, or toe touches or whatever. Get out of bed, grab your ball, do a couple of minutes of that every single morning, then build on it. Maybe it's three minutes, then five minutes, then maybe it's 10. Then you, you, you move it to later in the day and it becomes a little more complex and you add stuff, but you're building that habit of action every single day. Because look, in the long run, habit, building that habit, that's going to uh, overrule or supersede willpower in the long term. Willpower is great at times, but it's a lot easier to stick with it over the long term with habit. So look, don't forget your five things. Write them down. Uh, please do me a favor. Go check out impactsoccerperformance.com. I really think you'll it's something that will help you out a lot. Once again, I thank you so much for listening. I thank everybody who who um, leaves a rating or a review. That helps my my podcast get seen. Thank you so much for sharing it with uh, with uh, your friends and other players and, and club coaches and whatever uh, it may be. Last week, real quick, and then I'll let you go. Last week, we had for the uh, we had a record week with 822 listens for the podcast. I would really love to hit 1,000 for the first time sometime soon. That would be fantastic. I'm going to leave it there. hope everybody has a fantastic week. Please go check out ImpactSoccerSystem.com or ImpactSoccerPerformance.com. I really, really appreciate it, and I will talk to you later. Thank <laughs> you.